Hello and welcome to another episode of The Doctor's Companion. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we are talking about Sleep No More, uh, the ninth episode of uh, Doctor Who series 9, um, written by Mark Gatiss and directed by, I forget, so I'm going to look it up. Um, <laughs> no more! And... Uh, uh, well, I'll, let's let's talk about um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about this episode. We're not going to waste any time. We're going to get right into it. Um, so, okay, <laughs> this I, I'm just going to say what how I felt about it first, and then we'll we'll go around. But like for okay. me, I don't think. I don't think I have hated an episode this much since the wedding of River Song. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I <laughs> think this I, this was an app. I mean, good on them for trying something new, but come on, I booger monsters, really? <laughs> I booger monsters, like, and then oh god, and then the whole episode turns out to not even really be real. Like, what? Yeah. It's a complete waste of time, and it's the kind of episode that you can completely skip. This is the kind of episode that um, that people accuse Love and Monsters of being, and they are wrong, because at least that episode's fun. This is garbage. Like, this, this, this made me sad. Um, Justin Malinikoff. Mal- Malotnikov. Justin Malotnikov um, is the director. Uh, yeah, this is awful. Um, I hated everything about this. Uh, everything. It was so, so bad and it made me really sad and um, it uh, it especially made me sad because uh, the guy, the guy that plays like the, the designer of the the the, the, the the editor, yeah, whatever, whatever he is, what, what, yeah, the editor of the found footage, um, that's uh, he played Patrick Troughton in uh, the Doctor Who movie. Oh, uh, an adventure in space and time. Yeah, an adventure in space and time, uh, which I wouldn't have recognized until uh, I looked him up to see what else he was in. I was like, oh, sign of a good actor. Yeah, I was like <laughs> crazy. Um, so yeah, that I was like, I was like, ah, oh, what a waste of that guy. Um, yeah. But yeah, this was this was horrible um, on just every conceivable level. I hated all of this. Uh, Cassandra, you seem to agree. Yeah, um, I liked <laughs> I liked exactly three things about this, uh, and they're very small things. Um, I like the concept of this episode, like found footage. Um, I like the fact that like we're so far in the. Fe- I like the. Um, like the mythology, like the world building, um, mm-hmm. of the uh, the extras and the supporting cast, um, and I forgot what the third thing was, but it doesn't matter because I hated this so much. <laughs> it I, made, I did, it made me I, so I, angry. <laughs> I did like. I thought it was clever, although not. It wasn't pulled off very well, but in concept, it was clever that there were no cameras and that we were actually like watching people's eyes or whatever. Um, 
which was like apparently it's I, I guess it's like a it, it, people are saying that it was like Mark Gatiss's love letter to that show Peep Show um, <laughs> or something. So yeah. I I don't. But but uh, I I've never I've never seen that show, so I don't. Yeah. I, I think I've watched like part of the first episode, but I was like, this is weird. I don't know if I can handle this, and stopped watching it. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, that's that. It also there were parts of it that reminded me of um, Bioshock a little. Oh Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you got that too. Okay. Definitely. Um, it was very but, uh, wet. Yeah. So, so Nick, what did you think? I loved it. Really? I really, really liked this. Oh God. Um, I, <laughs> I, I, I just got done watching it. Like, well, at this point, like a couple hours ago. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool. I thought it was um like I, I, I remember watching it and I'm like, I think this is my um this would be my t- <laughs> this would be my twelfth doctor introductory episode. Really? Um more so than even like um listen or um uh, wow, actually, you know, as much as I love season eight, I don't think there were a lot of episodes that I would show like first time viewers of the show, um, and, and that's not even like a knock. I, I just, I just think in retro- that's actually really interesting. Um, yeah, I, I thought, I thought it was a genuinely unsettling and spooky episode. Like I remember thinking, like, oh, if this were like a horror movie, and I were seeing this like on Netflix, I'd be like, oh, this is like a really cool indie horror movie. Um, and yes, I completely 100% agree that the explanation as to what these monsters are is almost laughable. Uh, but for some reason, it just didn't bother me. And I also, okay, I the idea of, okay, and this ended up not being, the episode kind of bailed on this at the very end, but the idea of watching a movie or a narrative where the person editing it is a character like just seemed really fascinating to me and I loved watching it in that concept I know that it doesn't really go that far with it but just that idea was like oh that's so interesting that we're watching this guy's story which ended up kind of not being true but um kind of at the time <laughs> and at the time I was like oh this is kind of neat and um weirdly I thought Capaldi had some really really strong moments um, and it was so great seeing Clara again. Uh, and I thought this was at some really cute um, Clara moments. And uh, the cinematography was so unlike any episode of Doctor Who I'd ever seen that it was kind of like seeing the show for the first time in a way. Or like just seeing like Capaldi do 12 but not shot like usually was just really fun for me. Um I think it is way more style than substance, but I was so infatuated with the style that like I ended up having like a really fun time with it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm glad somebody liked this. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy, we... though. This is cool, though, because we've kind of been on the same page all season. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't... I guess... My other thing with this is, like, I don't know what the point of the episode was. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of the opposite of what I just loved about um, Invasion and Inversion of the uh, the Guadalupe Boops. 
Um, or yeah. the, the son, what were they? Zygons. Zygons. Um, <laughs> um, where it's like, I was like, that episode had so much interesting stuff to say about, like, the doctor. Mm-hmm. Or, and even going back, you know, the week before with, with, um, with a shielder. This, <laughs> this had almost nothing to do with the doctor at all. Um, uh, yeah, so, like, I don't know, I just, I really dug, it was, like, kind of, like, a, it's funny that you said Bioshock, because I did kind of feel like I was, it's a very stylized episode. Um, yeah. I was getting kind of, like, an Alien Resurrection vibe. Well, um, I got, I got the, uh, I got the Bioshock thing because of it being set, you know, in, like, like Cassandra was saying, um, like, a world with, like, a, like, a lot of, like, world building and stuff, and you're coming in after all the bad stuff happened. Yeah. Like, in, in my opinion, I think this is the most effective, quote, scary episode of the show that we've had, like, in a really long time. Oh, see, I wasn't scared at all, because I no. can't be scared of eye boogers. Oh, man, I thought, I, I, I just thought a lot of it was really creepy. And, like, the, the okay, the, the effects, I thought the, the visual effects of the very last shot, not spoil anything. I don't know if we're doing spoilers yet, but I thought that was like really cool. Oh my god! Um, I, I think we did that. away with spoilers. Yeah. I don't think we're doing that anymore. Okay, well, when the guy's face is like half sand, I don't know. There was something so unapologetically goosebumps. Like there's something in your eye. I was like, ah, oh, this is like if I was eight, I would be so scared right now. And I was just kind of like, I don't know. I just like I was digging it. I was yeah, but none of it happened. So whatever. I know, but it was just. I was, I, I just, it was so unlike, um, any, uh, Gatiss episode that I was like, this is so, and, and, oh my gosh, the, the, the scene where, uh, where the doctor describes Lee, oh, okay, I have a, I have a, I have a thing we could talk about after the episode, but like a, a, there's a moment where Capaldi or the 12th doctor says, like, you know, you you took away sleep, but what you didn't realize, what you humans don't realize, is that sleep is blessed. Like you know, sleep, and, and I was like, I don't know, there was something so like Lovecraftian or like Gothic about this episode that I really liked. I I mean, I don't. I mean, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. No, it's like it's it's totally cool. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I, I don't know why it worked for me. But it yeah. Didn't. I, I do, I like the fact that you pointed out that, um, what's his face, Professor, dude. Um, Professor Sandface. Yeah. Ra- Ra- Rasmussen? Yeah. Rasmussen? Um, I like that you pointed out that he is very much an unreliable narrator. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, metatextually, that is my jam. Like, I love figuring out, like, like using unreliable narrators as a storytelling choice. Um mm-hmm. And I think that was really interesting, um, like, after the fact, but <sighs> I don't know. It's such a waste of my time. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, so you know how I don't like dinosaurs on, the, on a spaceship? I like, love dinosaurs on a spaceship. Yeah, I know you love dinosaurs on a spaceship. Yeah. I liked this less than I liked dinosaurs on a spaceship. I, this is my least favorite Gatiss episode. Yeah. Whoa! No. It's it's kind but of it's like, so not it's so not boring though. 
Oh, it's so boring. I, I thought was so it was very boring. boring. Um, well, I'm going to look up every Mark Gatiss episode so I can see if that's true. It's kind of like, for me, it's like The Idiot's Lantern in space, but done like five times worse. Yep. I, yeah, I, I will say that this isn't as like... But then again, like Idiot's Lantern is like one of my... I really like Idiot's Lantern. Really? Um, oh, wait. No, never mind. I was thinking of Tooth and Claw. Never mind. Okay. Forget everything yeah. I said. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, I love Tooth and Claw. Um, Tooth and Claw is good. But, my, uh, my, ins- my Inside Out people literally just like got like an emergency telegram. Like, he didn't mean that. He meant this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't I, – I just I, – I, th- what's amazing about this episode is like it's, it's, it's literally like it does nothing. Like it's you so can lazy. literally just skip this episode. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's it's definitely it's definitely weirdly not related to anything we've covered this season about like more rat mortality and like the Doctor's lifetime and the doc. You know, like mm-hmm. and from what I've heard about Moffat, um, these next three episodes are kind of like one narrative. Or like they're not. It's not a three-parter, but the, he says that these three kind of go together very organically. It's uh, it's the uh, it's the thing that Russell T did all the time the uh, the the back the backdoor three-parter. Oh yeah, where it's like I'm the master. Right, right, right. Where you're yeah. just like ah, just a normal episode, and ah, surprise, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cliffhanger. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, 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 I would allow that, absolutely. Um, <laughs> God, should I watch it again? I don't know. Um, I was just I, like, I, I, I was just like, yeah, I'm feeling this. This is this is fun. I um, I was trying real hard, like yeah, yeah. real real hard. Um, I was just like, I was like, I was like, okay, come on, you can like this, right? Like I was like trying real real hard, but every time they would just talk about things with like no sense of metaphor or any like everything was just like very i it's just like the script the script felt like a doctor who episode mad libs (laughs) where it was like we're we're on a space station outside of a planet neptune and there's booger monsters (laughs) there's eye booger (laughs) monsters like it just it felt like it felt like a doctor who mad libs episode that they were just like well this will be terrible unless we shoot it found footage (laughs) and so they did uh to save the episode because they didn't have enough time to shoot or to write another one that's what it feels like to me because it was just like I just didn't think it was clever at all. Like, I just thought it was just as basic as you can get. Um, I don't know. No, yeah, Eye yeah. booger monsters. Eye <laughs> booger monsters. Nick? It wasn't, even, it wasn't even the eye booger monsters for me, though. Like, I was like, okay, whatever. Eye booger monsters. I'll allow it. That's fine. Whatever. It's Doctor Who. Um, but that scene in the the freezer where they're in the freezer and they're talking and the camera's switching i'm like wait where is where where is this camera coming from like i was immediately trying to figure out because of the found footage conceit it pulled me out of the episode so much that i couldn't get back into it and then it was a twist and then i hated it and then it was terrible and yeah oh 
Yeah. You know what I'm talking like it's like, oh, the, yeah. the dust is electronic and we can hack the dust and it's watching us. Like, <laughs> yeah, the it. hacking the dust thing. I was, was like, ridiculous. what are you talking about? That's not how anything works. I mean, I know yeah. it's I know it's science fiction and fantasy, but like there's only so much that my suspension of disbelief can take and apparently it's hacking dust. That's yeah. that's my that's the line for me apparently. Also, you know what? If the uh if if that was if all the footage we were seeing wasn't from cameras, I mean some of it was because some of it was mixed in with surveillance stuff. Um, cuz there'd be like a camera in the corner or something. Yeah. But like if all of the footage is POV, there's this shot where the doctor does the psychic paper and like points it at someone and we see the POV of that person. Why oh, are we blank. seeing a blank paper? Yeah, that, 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 that was weird. I was like, wait, why would it be blank? Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if we, that was actually, cause that was before the reveal, Nick. So, so that's the reason why it was still blank was because well, that was weird because I just assumed that they were when the doctor was like, you're all cameras. I'm like, Oh, I, I didn't know that was a secret. I thought that was just how it worked. <laughs> because like there were just scenes where like Capaldi or Jenna Coleman would be looking into the camera, right? And I was like, oh, they're looking into the eyes of who's ever whoever were like. So when it was like you have uh, cameras on your eyes, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Did you not know that? How? I mean, that's why it was a bad twist, Nick. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> um, the twist wasn't my favorite part, but I don't know because it wasn't one. <sighs> Yeah, it was just was... us. Be- it was just us being ahead of the characters the whole time. Yeah, yeah I just I I thought this was the worst episode Peter Capaldi has ever had the unfortunate unfortunate being in. I would watch this over Attack of the Pirate Pants any day of the week. <laughs> Attack of the Pirate Pants. Curse of the Black Spot. Oh, no. I would watch Curse of the Black Spot. No, I, mean, I, I don't this. know. I, I think this well, is like way, way more entertaining. Because Curse, Curse of the Black Spot, like, actually happened. Right. Like, Curse of the Black Spot, like, yeah, it's every, like, re- repetitive thing, but at least, like, you know, it's it something real. mattered, I guess. Yeah. But... Uh, I so the only, literally lazy. the only thing this episode literally the only thing this episode has going for it is that it's the first episode of Doctor Who with a transgender actor in it. Oh, really? oh yeah, like like yeah, like Peach Cobbler or whatever. What, what was her Gr- name? Grunt Grunt four seven four was uh, played by Bethany Black. Who no, she hadn't. Oh, okay. The the actress or the character? The, the actress is is named. Oh, Bethany okay, Black. okay. I was like, did I miss something? Okay, no. That's rad. Yeah, so that's that's that was cool. Also, uh, I, I feel like when they introduced the idea of the grunts, I mm-hmm. feel like I've heard of them before in a Big Finish audio. Something. It rings a bell, but I mean, I wouldn't know about it. If it was Big it's Finish, probably Gatus. Like, it might. I mean, it might be. I don't know because I know he's written. He's done some Big Finish. <laughs> ah, my yeah. grunts! I can finally bring back my grunts. I wish I could remember <laughs> what big finish story that I'm thinking they're from but I really I remember people not liking these thing these these people that were built specifically for war and being like kind of racist against them mm. um and just being like you're just you're you just exist to protect me or whatever like shut up you don't get an opinion um 
It was this whole thing. I remember, and I think it's an Eighth Doctor story. I'm like classic man. I'm like ninety percent sure it's an Eighth Doctor story, but I can't remember what it was because I wanted to look it up. Yeah. And if they are connected, uh, the Wikipedia's have not figured this out yet because there's no link to the creature being, you know, yeah, from something else. Um, <sighs> I don't know. There's just something, like, the end, like, you know, watching it, I was, like, not really impressed, but I wasn't, like, angry about it until the the end. Like, I was so mad. It's like, yeah, none of this really happened. It doesn't really matter, and I just hacked everyone, and it's stupid, and I, it's it so... Makes the, it makes the opening where he goes, don't watch this, take, like, a whole new meeting. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's jokingly, like, like, that was the first just, like, line, and I was like, yeah. oh, okay, turn it off. And then now, like, yeah. after we finished it, I was like, that was so stupid, I shouldn't have watched it, like... Yeah, he was right! <laughs> stop trolling me, Gatiss. Stop trolling me. Oh. Um, God, it, the whole episode just feels like a rickroll, and I'm so angry about it. But... Yeah. It's so it's so lazy too, like to have the doctor be like, "This doesn't make any sense. Let's just leave." Like, what? No, that's so there, stupid. And then, you know what? Even after the explanation, there were shots that made no sense. Yeah, like, remember remember that shot that was like the TARDIS's POV of Cl- of Clara, like putting the key, like pulling the key off of her off of her necklace and yeah, yeah, using yeah. it to open the TARDIS. What? Where was that camera? But there wasn't a camera. There weren't any cameras. That's the whole thing. Because it's like the stupid eye dust is looking at you. Yeah, but didn't they have to be in people's eyes? Apparently wasn't that not. The whole thing? But uh, no, because so... the doctor was saying that there's no cameras on the station. Oh, so 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 wow. Okay, so yeah. why was it even? Why did they? Why even bother making it found footage then? I don't know. And then there was that. Um, I don't remember his name, but the one who didn't like the pods and they're like oh, oh well, he's uh, never slept in a pod uh, chopra chopra yeah he, he was cool but like there's that scene where he's about to get eaten and you're seeing it from his point of view and i'm like well if he hasn't been in a pod then how is this happening um like i got so caught up in trying to figure out like the camera angles and stuff that it just made it like 10 times worse for me like i couldn't even like i was uh, mm, Yeah. I like uh I liked the uh the the hologram lady. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like oh that was totally Bioshock when Mr. Sandman started playing. Yeah. That was part of what made me think of Bioshock too, was mm-hmm. that. I like that bit with the um the AI too. They're just like, Oh yeah, we we reprogrammed it, so you have to do the song. It's hilarious. And I'm like, Oh that's really funny. Kinda scary, but really funny um yeah did you know the voice of the computer was longtime doctor who producer nikki wilson the the voice was it not the actress who we were seeing no that like that that the computer that like dicked over that one guy oh you gotta sing the song oh you gotta sing the song that was nikki wilson producer of doctor who and the sarah jane adventures this has been Back to the Future Minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are talking about Mr. Sandman, so. Yeah, hey. Um, I, I wanted the pod to open and just Leah Thompson, like, in her. 
Well, you're safe here, back in good old 38th century. 38th century sounds like some bull, by the way. Like, sounds like we... Sounds like 38th century needs Jesus. <laughs> like... <laughs> just Clara was so disgusted by every new development we had taken in the 38th century. Uh... Speaking of Jesus, um... <laughs> Uh, so there was a moment where, um, stay with me. Uh, there was, a, there was a moment where, um, the, the, during the, I thought the really cool kind of like Vincent Price gothy, like, oh, Macbeth sleeps no more, where he, he, he does say, um, where he, he refers to sleep as like blessed. And I was like, that's a weird thing for the doctor to say. And then I remember thinking back and there were. I, I, I mean, I, I didn't go back and write them down, but I feel like throughout season eight and nine, there's been instances of twelve, like referring to, like God or like referring to things as like divine, in a way that like eleven and ten wouldn't do, and it's been really interesting because I'm like, is it because he's older or just like the? I I hope it's deliberate because like I I find the the syntax of twelve is really interesting when compared to 11 and 10. It's definitely mm-hmm. deliberate because there's because I mean there's the whole thing where like we dealt with the afterlife at yeah. the, in the last season and then the end, at the end of this like the last two episodes of this season are heaven sent and hell bent. So. Yeah. And there's even like a moment in the caretaker where the doctor says like, "Oh, sing Hosanna." And I'm like, "That's interesting." I don't I like, you know, like a reference to something like that. I couldn't mm-hmm. see like because, I mean, uh, one of the more provocative things about Doctor Who when I was younger was how, at times, like, unabashedly atheistic it could get. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, I mean, there's a scene where Ten literally, like, stares down the devil and is like, I don't believe in you, but I believe in Snog and Rose Tyler. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's what a good writer does, right? Is, like, what is the one thing that we've never done on the thing? We should do the thing. Mm-hmm. We should do that thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. So... That makes that makes sense. I I like that, and I like the way they've been dealing with that, like faith and the afterlife stuff, way more than they did in in the Doctor versus the Devil, which thing. was yeah. a, which was not the best episode of the show. No, I like favorite. that one. Although one of the best concepts, I yeah, love cool cool concept, but I didn't think it was. I felt like it was half assedly executed. I love the dread and build up of part one. Yeah. I remember Thank watching you. part one and like genuinely being like unsettled, and then yeah, part yeah, two, definitely, and, and then part two being like, oh, BBC budget, right? <laughs> yeah, Welcome probably, to Diablo two. Probably shouldn't have shown anything. Yeah, that would have been so much better if they just seemed, or like imagine just like eyes, like animated eyes. Yeah, maybe, but I, I mean, I, I just like the idea of just not showing anything. Yeah, but just yeah. like its voice, like or 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 you know what? Here, here's what you do. You have you have it be like um, – because obviously this is before that episode. But like remember in the second Neil Gaiman episode where you had uh, Matt Smith like talking to himself? Yeah. What if Matt Smith was a devil? No, 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 no. Oh. David Tennant. David Tennant. <laughs> oh, that's David what Tennant, I meant. Which would be <laughs> the, 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 the way, doctor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What if, like, yeah. What if, like, David Tennant was like talking to himself, and so it was basically just like the Doctor versus the Purple Man, you know? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that would be cool. Tumblr's final quest to make everything sexual. 
Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> All right, it's gonna be tough, but we can do it. We can. <laughs> we got this one, you guys. <sighs> oh, this tumbler's not gonna run itself. Let's go. <laughs> can people draw fan art of Purple Man, but he's like really fat? What? So it's like the opposite of Steven Universe. Oh. oh. <sighs> hey, uh, listeners! I um, bought. <laughs> oh, oh! Is this your? Is this your pitch? You're gonna. This do is my pitch? pitch. This is my pitch, right. guys. So we all love Sleep the Morn. Close the book on it. <laughs> no, uh, no, we don't. <laughs> um. So I uh, last week. Uh, we made the kind of mind-blowing revelation that there was a, a canine series um, that uh, recently ran for three seasons, and I bought the entire series on Amazon, and <laughs> so I own it. Uh, it's, um, it's on it's on my coffee table, and he's looking up at me, and he's asking who's a good dog. Um, so my proposition to you. Listeners of the Doctrine's Companion, is this. If by year's end, we receive 10 new reviews on iTunes, iTunes, 10 reviews on iTunes by New Year's Eve 2015, I will embark on a spinoff podcast where I will review and recap every single episode of the canine series, which I believe is like upwards of 27 episodes. Uh, the, the podcast will be called "Who's a Good Dog." It won't be. It won't be a separate podcast. It'll be in this feed. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna make you start in your own podcast. Uh, I really wanted Man. Kevin. I really wanted to ask Kevin to draw like art of like me and Canine, like oh jeez, solving a mystery. <laughs> solving a mystery. Uh, you both have like, just, like the just, deer stalker caps on. <laughs> yeah, like, both of us. Just, just blatant wish fulfillment. Canine has like canine has like a mustache. <laughs> canine, so <laughs> canine is uh, is Watson in this yeah. scenario. Yeah, I'm Sherlock or Basil if you prefer. And um, but you know what, canon. And um, I don't know, like maybe he'd be like he'd have a little like speech bubble that would say like affirmative. But there's like a there's like a spotlight, kind of like Darkwing Duck style, and like. K9 and I are like in the spotlight and we're like, oh, we're like, oh, and then it's like, who's a good dog? Like in like kind of like ducktails in like font. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so you should commission it. Just yeah. <laughs> Kevin, how much would it cost for you to draw? Oh my God. Um, wow. So yeah, if it's a segment in the show, can we get can the segment have its own like intro cuz I really want it to be another music. No, it'll be it'll be its own podcast. It'll just be in this feed. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're we're on the same page. I thought you meant like a part of the Doctor's Companion. No. Like its own Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just I'm not we're not going to start a a cane like a separate cane. <laughs> No, 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 but it, it would it would appear on the docscompanion.us and whatnot. Yeah, right, and it would come and you wouldn't have to subscribe to a new podcast. It would just Okay. Yeah. It would be kind of like the Agent Carter. Yes. Of Agent Carter slash K9. 
Um, so that's it. But it'll only happen if we get ten reviews, or it could happen if we don't get ten reviews. But <laughs> don't say that. No, I definitely won't do this if we don't get ten reviews. So ten five star reviews. Yeah. Please uh, and thank so you. So tell you. So you know, make your voices heard. If you want to see who's a good dog in 2016, <laughs> uh, let it be known by showing us some love and, and leaving us some reviews. Oh, man. All right. <sighs> I mean, I'm for it. It's fine. I'll listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, this is, this is, this is, this is what, this, I mean, you know, this is what happens when we find a canine show. It's true. I just love, I just love how how much Nick just like, he's like, no, I'm all in. I am all in. I know. I can't believe you. I mean, I can, but I can't believe you bought it. <laughs> I can't. I'm almost, I'm surprised at how quickly after we we ended that conversation that I did it. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, I remember that. It was like, all right, bye guys. All right, Amazon. Oh, Where can I find this? <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, what else? What else? What else we got? What else um, we got? This to- m- oh, uh, you know how like sometimes when you see, um, like, you know, like you like you, you see Chef and like footage of like John Favreau making a grilled cheese. You're like, oh man, I just really want a grilled cheese right now. Yeah. Um. Hearing Peter Capaldi talk about how awesome sleep is. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. He's awesome. <laughs> Naps are awesome. I want that. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I haven't been, like, as, like, needlessly, like, angry and, like, a nerd capacity about, like, a piece of media since the second Hobbit movie came out. Like... Ugh. The end yeah. of this is not an ending, and it's very lazy writing. And I'm just like, Ugh. this was like the desolation of smog of Doctor Who minus all the cool elves. <laughs> you ever see? Uh, <laughs> you ever see Battle of the Five Armies? Oh uh, yeah, that's not that. That's funny though. Like it's not supposed to be funny, but that's funny. But yeah, this is this really feels like Gatus was like, I'll write an episode this season, but I've only got a weekend. Oh, yeah. damn, I only have a weekend. Yeah. Huh? And he was like, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you know what's all the truth? And he started uh, typing, and at the other end, this this is what we got. He, I bet you he, like, fell asleep halfway through, and then he's like, ah, yes, I booger monsters. <laughs> hey, what's in this my eye? This script would be done if I slept no more. <laughs> oh, Marcus, that's a great script. <laughs> Didn't Gatiss write that um, that uh, Hartnell biopic that I haven't seen yet? Yeah, that's was why it... the guy is in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, wasn't that good? Though? Uh, it was phenomenal. It's the best thing that Gatiss has ever written. Oh, yeah. Gatiss! And, and Matt Basil is the doctor. Yeah. Ugh. Yes, I used that role. Matt Basil. Mad Bat. Mad Mad Basil. Mad Basil. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think I drink out of this crazy straw? Basil! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Well, we know when this, we know when we're just quoting World's End at each other that it's time to call it a night. <laughs> All right. I will say. I will say. I haven't really liked the trailers for upcoming Doctor Who episodes in a long time. But the trailer for Face the Raven looked rad. Yeah. I liked how we didn't even see a shielder. We just heard her. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Oh, it looks so good. The only disappointing part about it is that uh, Capaldi's back in his, like, formal wear. Mm-hmm. Oh. Which, which isn't really my jam. His, like, his his V1 outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's a red coat this time. He's he's got like a red like a crushed red velvet mm-hmm. jacket now, but still. Yeah, I like the sweater. Yeah. I like the sweater with. The I hoodie. I like the sweater or like the t-shirt, like the ratty t-punk t-shirt. Like that's I like yeah. that. I think that's really cool with the hoodie and everything. Mm-hmm. That's Mim- that's, that's, that's twelve to me. That that yeah. now like that's iconic twelve. Like not. Yeah, I don't like I don't like the V one. You're not we're not so much like bad guy in a Don Bluth movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um Yeah, so I can't wait for next episode. But that that that's the that's the best thing about Doctor Who is I can hate an episode and then love the very next one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um and I think that's pretty cool. Ride a painted pony, let the spinning wheel spin. Isn't that isn't that what happened with um there, there was, there was a one-two punch that's really like, is like that. I forget which one it is though, but in one of the seasons where it's just like that, it was a garbage episode followed by like an amazing one. Oh no, it's um, Curse of the Black Spot followed by the Doctor's Wife. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah, that's <laughs> that's a perfect example <laughs> of like what this show does. It's like, to I think us I want to stop watching the show and it's like this is my favorite show. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing like good Doctor Who, but there's also nothing like bad Doctor Who. <laughs> but that's why you love it, right? Yeah. You never know what you're going to... And now, for all you know, you know, like, look, I love Sleep No More. Yeah. Some people didn't like dinosaurs on a spaceship. Well, you know what? You didn't like uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Nope. And and Cassandra oh, and I yeah. loved that episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, because you were ta- you were just talking about like, oh yeah, season eight wasn't that memorable, and I'm like, what about the heist one and, and murder Mummy on the Orient Express? Yeah, <laughs> it was literally called Mummy on the Orient Express. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> good times. It's really a brotherhood. <laughs> If uh, you have thoughts you want to share, uh, did you like this episode? Let us know. Find the post of this episode on the doctorscompanion.us and leave a comment. Or you can send us an email, tdcpodcast at gmail.com. If you're on Twitter, follow us at tdcpod so you'll know the second a new episode hits. Or you can follow our personal accounts. I'm at Scott Corelli. Nick is at Nick M. Jimenez. And Cassandra is at Rose. If you like the show, do us a favor, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, and as Nick said, if we get 10 new reviews, 10 new five-star reviews by the end of the year, he will begin a K9 adventure. Hashtag who's a good dog. Hashtag I'm excited. Um, and of course, most importantly, 
uh, be our street team. Get out there. Tell people about the show. Uh, tell them that we're just the best Doctor Who podcast ever, um, whether it's true or not. <laughs> hey, if you go on iTunes and write a, te- a five-star review for this podcast, this man will watch every episode of K9. <laughs> and they're just like, what's K9? What's a podcast? Who are you? <laughs> Get out of my store. <laughs> Don't stop, Orville Drive! <laughs> next, next week we'll be back with Face the Raven. We'll talk to you then. Bye, guys. Bye.